Good evening and happy Friday. You're watching the case at night at night. I'm Stefania Jimenez. Tonight we begin with a story that may make you angry. So imagine you have a child with a severe intellectual disability and you send that child to daycare and then a worker at that daycare abuses your kid and it's caught on camera. That's what happened to a family in shirts. Investigators say it happened in late April at a daycare facility called Mary's Little Lambs. The footage shows the woman get on board a bus and slap the 13 year old girl right in the face before grabbing her by the ankle and dragging her towards the steps to get off the bus. That girl has a chromosome disorder and she was forced to walk across the pavement barefoot. Her mother says the video is just her worst fear come true. She can't come home and verbalize to us what her day has been, what has gone on. So, I mean, it's an everyday battle for us. Now, the suspect seen in that footage is not going to be criminally charged, but the state's child care investigators find that facility where that happened. Something else you're thinking about tonight is child safety now that your kids are back in class. And this year, Somerset ISD has a new program that's aimed at keeping kids safe before they even step foot on campus. It's a school bus tracking system, and it works like this. Students swipe their ID card before they get on and then off the bus, and that makes it easy for their parents to track them, and they do that by using an app. Sometimes parents work out of Somerset area, so they're able to keep track. Okay, my child has uh, arrived at the campus, so you know they're, they have peace of mind that they've made it to the campus. It provides a photo of the student, so there's no problem where someone else swiped the uh, incorrect card or somebody else's card. Um, they're able to make that connection. Okay, this person is the correct person. This is the person that I am going to drop off at this address. And it's pretty cool because parents can also use that program during field trips and when students are commuting to and from athletic events. And by the way, students in the Somerset ISD start classes on Monday. Good luck to them and to the students at Trinity University. In fact, some of them moved into campus today. First year students and their families help them get situated before the fall semester. You know that college move in day is pretty exciting on its own, but Trinity President Vanessa Beasley says that they're looking forward to what this incoming class has to offer because she says it's the most diverse in the university's history. Classes start on Monday. A San Antonio teen is facing charges after he threatened mass violence at a Florida conservative conference last month. His name is Alejandro Velasquez Gomez, and he had recently graduated from Wagner High School. According to the FBI's San Antonio Division of the Joint Terrorism Task Force, Velasquez posted the threat on Instagram back on July 18th. It threatened revenge on July 22nd, possibly at a student action summit in Tampa. Investigators confirmed that Velasquez had a flight scheduled to Tampa on July 22nd, but then canceled it the night before. During the investigation, authorities searched Velasquez's phone and found child porn on it. So now he faces charges for that and the threats. A Bear County grand jury handing down a murder indictment this week. Kenneth Harden is facing a murder charge for the shooting death of Darian Dixon. Dixon died on April 27th after he was shot at the Vista del Rey apartments on Evers Road. Officers say that when they arrived, Dixon told them the suspect shot him. If Harden's convicted, he faces anywhere from five to 99 years or even life in prison. In other news, police are still trying to identify a robbery suspect who was shot and killed on Culebra Road overnight. Happened in a parking lot near Ingram. 
San Antonio police say that a man was on his way to his apartment when he noticed a Prius was circling the parking lot. He says three men just got out, tried to rob him. Now, instead of heading his stuff over, he pulled out his gun and then shot one suspect in the neck. And that man died at University Hospital. The two other suspects got away. The victim, by the way, not facing any charges. So here's another mystery. Police want to know who was hit and killed by a train on the south side early this morning. Happened around 2 a.m. on the 1500 block of West Hutchins. That's right near South Zarzamora. Now, investigators think the victim, a man in his 20s, was standing on the tracks, but the train engineer didn't see him in time to stop. The man was pronounced dead right there. Another man wound up with bumps and bruises after a car hit him last night. Happened near Blanco and West Avenue right before 10 o'clock. Officers say the man was hit while walking along Blanco. He went to the hospital. He suffered minor injuries. He's going to be okay. And the driver of the car did stop and help, so that driver is not facing charges. Now switching gears, let's take a look ahead to the weekend. Here's meteorologist Adam Kasky with your forecast. We're looking generally dry this weekend. We do have a 10% chance of a stray shower Saturday afternoon and a 20% chance into Sunday. So a few pop ups here and there, but for the most part, I think most of us will remain dry. 76 in the morning on Saturday by noon, already 90 degrees, then a high of 96. And it looks like we'll be under 100 through this weekend and even into next week. Next week, actually, better rain chances. It's still looking more promising for some scattered or widely separated showers and even downpours developing, particularly by Tuesday, then being intermittent in nature all the way through about Thursday. Still, a lot can change between now and then, so we'll be fine-tuning the forecast, so be sure to check in for updates. So you've heard Adam say it over and over. Texas is facing extreme drought. It's actually the worst we've seen since 2011. And if you're curious about what's causing it and how it's affected us, we answer those questions for you in an article that's right on our website. Just visit the home page. Come on, you know where it is, kset.com. So here's one thing that is cooling off in San Antonio, and that is the housing market. People bought more than 3,300 homes last month. Sounds like a lot, but it's actually 15% down from a year ago. Here's the thing, though. Prices, they're still high. The median price of those homes is around $340,000, which is a 15% jump over last year. High prices as well as higher mortgage rates have kept buyers on the sidelines. So what does this mean for you? Well, local realtors tell us that the market is cooling off to how it was pre-pandemic. Where we were in a red hot market, we are just in a hot market. Um, and that's just the way I kind of, you know, explain it to the sellers is we need a price at value, not over value anymore. Okay, so that's good for buyers. Also, if you're looking for a home, you should have more options and fewer bidding wars. In other news, two people are dead after eating raw oysters in Florida. The Associated Press is reporting the oysters were from Louisiana. The deaths are linked to a bacteria called Vibrio, which doesn't change the way the oyster looks, smells, or tastes. That's why it's so nefarious. The CDC is saying that about 80,000 people get vibrosis in the U.S. every year, and about 100 people die from it. So now I have a question. How much time do you spend streaming shows or movies on Netflix, Hulu, or Prime? Because for the first time ever, Americans spent more time doing that than watching cable TV. According to new Nielsen data, streaming captured 34.8% of TV viewing time in July, whereas cable TV viewing was at 34.4%.
just down 0.4%. Now, the total time that U.S. viewers spent streaming jumped more than 22% from just last year, and cable went down almost 9%. Nielsen found that Netflix was the most watched streaming service last month, and that's because of the Stranger Things franchise. Makes a lot of sense. Now back here at home, there's a lot going on here this weekend, and here are some things that you could do with your family for free. Tomorrow, there's going to be a farmers and artisans market at Mission Marquee Plaza. You can get local food and check out crafts and other products from local vendors. That event is going to go from 9 to 2 at 3100 Roosevelt Avenue. And on Sunday, hey, how about some yoga? You can enjoy a free class at Confluence Park from 10 to 11 a.m. Just don't forget to wear your sunscreen. Now before we go, we wanted to share something pretty interesting with you. Engagement rings with manufactured or lab-grown diamonds are actually getting a lot more popular. Listen to this. Data shows that last month there was a 52% rise in engagement rings manufactured with manufactured diamonds compared to last year. And during the same time frame, rings with natural diamonds actually dropped by 28%. And here's the thing, though. Man-made diamonds look just like natural ones, but they're a lot less expensive. We're all for that. All right. Well, thank you so much for being with us all week. Enjoy your weekend. The Night at Night returns on Monday. Have a fabulous weekend. We'll see you then.